We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KMOX at your service. George Sells with you till 10, 9.06 in the evening. We're going to get right to it. Everybody's dreaming of a white Christmas. All of a sudden, social media this evening around St. Louis is exploding with weather maps and the National Weather Service locally talking about interesting conditions for next week. Carl Babinski joining us from AccuWeather, our KMOX weather partner. Carl, thanks for being with us. What's the deal? Is this looking like the blizzard of uh, 22 coming next week? Uh, I I don't really think so. Um, now, obviously, um, it's uh, several days away here. We're talking about uh, basically between days 7 and 10. Um, yeah, the cold air is definitely coming. Uh, there are all sorts of signals I'm seeing which show that by uh, next Thursday and Friday, okay, that's the 22nd and the 23rd, uh, temperatures, daytime temperatures will probably only be in the low 20s. But the uh, snow is the key thing here, uh, to, to obviously the key ingredient to make the white Christmas. And, well, uh, the GFS, or the Global Forecasting System model, uh, that's what the – that's our domestic form of uh, guidance, long-range guidance. So it's showing uh, a swath of snow sliding across the Plain States and into Missouri uh, come next Thursday. And so you could make the claim that uh, along the leading edge of this much colder air, we're going to see rain and snow showers. But – then after that, things dry out. So uh, I just don't think there will be that much precipitation, but cold air is definitely in the offing. Are you amused when it gets to this time of year how absolutely excited we all turn into children just with a word like the the Weather Service office using the word interesting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's certainly a loaded word. Yeah, <laughs> Or it. I, I've been doing this for 29 years, and, uh, you know, when the word potential gets pulled out, uh, storm potential, that's always the uh, – I find that to be one of the more intriguing words to describe what's uh, what's coming down the pike. So give us the lowdown on meteorologists. Are you guys rooting for a white Christmas? Is this something you're always hoping for, or are you rather – would you rather just uh, make, us, make us sweat it out? <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. I would rather have snow uh, – I think everyone would rather have snow in December if you can stay safe. Obviously, a lot of folks are going to be traveling. And remember, the definition of a white Christmas is there's snow on the ground. It doesn't have to be snowing on Christmas Day. But uh, during the days uh, before, uh, you know, between the 22nd, let's say, and the 24th, you could get a snowfall which sticks around. It does not get wiped out. It doesn't melt because, obviously, you're dealing with cold air. But 
Uh, I would rather have that. I'd rather have a couple of inches of snow on the ground than deal with severe weather. I know I don't want to change the direction of what we're talking about here, but <laughs> boy, the past couple of days have been brutal in parts of the South. Yeah. Uh, multiple tornadoes, Texas, uh, Louisiana, most recently in southern Alabama. Uh, you know, people, you could say people are most prepared for that in the spring and the summer. Uh, this time of year, it's very unusual. So a lot of people traveling. I like to. I like that uh, when people can get to their destination safely. Uh, uh, I think that's first and foremost an important thing to bear in mind. But you know, uh, yeah, it could be a coating to an inch of snow here probably next Thursday, and I think it will stay cold enough for it to stick around through Christmas Day. So we'll see what happens. But uh, definitely colder, and temperatures will be uh, in the 30s uh, much of early next week. We'll see those temperatures plummet come next Thursday and Friday. Well, I can tell you this. I got a pair of teenagers that would happily trade a green Christmas for a foot of snow while they're still in school. So that's that's what we're hearing in our household anyway. Carl Mabinski, thank you so much for joining us tonight on KMOX. Oh, thank you so much. Have a great night. Great to hear from Carl. It's uh, it's always fun hearing that debate over what do you want, what would you rather have, because I can tell you for a fact my kids – yeah, bring that bring that snow next week, particularly during finals. <laughs> They're all they would be all about that. It does it does make for an interesting uh, combo there because Carl's taking the conservative approach, saying we're looking just an inch or so. Apparently, some somebody found some computer model that was talking about the possibility of like eight to ten inches or eight to twelve inches of snow around St. Louis in this system, and of course. The, there are a zillion computer models, uh, various ones that the meteorologists all use. And so it's nothing new for one to say it's going to be an inch and one to say it's going to be 12. And the truth lies somewhere in the middle or nowhere near either at times. And uh, But I, I love how uh, my wife calls it forecast chopping. Uh, she'll decide she wants a certain kind of weather and she'll flip between the television stations until she gets the closest thing to what, what it is she wants on that for that given forecast, you know, if you're having an outdoor barbecue in the summer, you flip off of the station with thunderstorms in the forecast and flip over to uh, Sunny Skies Meteorologist. Uh, Christmas, you you go to the snow meteorologist. But it would be interesting to see uh, how this whole thing would be dealt with uh, next. If, if we did get that bigger snow next week, because it's not just about snow and can you get to school safely and can the buses move and all this kind of thing. But you also, for the high schools, you've got final exams to consider. Uh, And these are, you know, you've got kind of a hard out when it comes to uh, Christmas coming. If you've got exams scheduled on the 22nd and you get blasted with snow, you're, you're almost out of days. What do you do then? This is something I will leave to St. Louis's teenagers to ponder tonight as they go to bed with dreams of snow plows and salt piles and reporters on overhead reporters on overpasses dancing through their heads this is their goal i'm sure <laughs> it's 9:12 on KMOX back in a moment we really need new phones T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month new iPhone 15s it's better over here. only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KMOX at your service, 916 on a rainy Saturday night downtown at the Arch. Look up at the TV and uh, producer Matt Bajeski spinning the dials and leaving the TV on the MLB network, which is dangerous rabbit hole material for any baseball fan. And I look up and I see a tight shot of a headline, infuriates Larusa. Oh, this must be good. Go on. We're we're seeing the uh, the the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, home run chase leading to creatine in the locker, leading to the whole steroid scandal breakdown on, by the MLB Network. The kind of stuff they run during the off season when they aren't running uh, major league and eight men out every other night for a month and a half straight. Great movies, by the way. Either one of those. the two two of my, the top dogs on my uh, on my sports. Movie list. Eight Men Out. Probably more underrated. You ever see that one, Matt? No, I have not. Okay. Eight Men Out, 1919 uh, Chicago Black Sox scandal. Uh, Ray Liotta, Charlie Sheen. Really good cast. Uh, great movie. You get it. I think it was Ray Liotta. Yeah, it was Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta played Shoeless Joe in The Field of Dreams. Yeah. So but I played. think he was in Eight Men Out also. Maybe I'm wrong. I might. I may be getting those confused because it is the Shoeless Joe story. Ray does not play Shoeless Joe. Um, so I may be getting that one completely confused. But regardless, um, John Cusack's also in it. Very good. Great movie. Uh, that's always a good question, too. It's like favorite sports movie of all time. 314-436-7900. What you got? <laughs> that's always that's what I always wonder because you could argue about that because like Eight Men Out is a great baseball movie and it's it is a it is a history movie it is a, a dramatized documentary almost uh, it's kind of like how many people show of hands have nerded out one night when they were flipping channels and gone through PBS and the, the Ken Burns baseball documentary was on and you end up sitting in front of the TV watching the like old timey square screen video for like five or six hours on end. 
Uh, and the storytelling is so good, you don't even have to care about baseball. My wife gets hooked on that. Uh, it's great. And she, and she does care about baseball, mind you, but not to this sick and bizarre degree that I do where I will seek these things out. Uh, but as far as the movies go, like Eight Men Out is like that. Then you get another of my all-time favorites is Bull Durham. Uh, it was funny. The the other night, uh, it was the morning. One of the, one of the morning shows... They were showing uh, highlights. I think it was from a Knicks game at Madison Square Garden or something. Something weird had happened. And they uh, they showed a shot of Susan Sarandon sitting in the stands, and uh, like, oh, Susan Sarandon. And I'm, you know, I go back to 1988, me when she was in Bull Durham, and your heart starts to go a little bit pitter patter. And my son looks at her, and you know, he's 17, and he sees just you know an old person. <laughs> I mean, it's just that's what he sees, and I'm like. Bro, you have no idea. And then I realized that my son, who is a baseball fan and who I have raised, has not yet seen Bull Durham. And I, I realized that there is a, a significant error in, in my parenting ways. Richard's on the line. Oh, and, and Richard's got a good one. Richard, what you got? Uh, Hoosiers with Gene Hackman. That was a good one. Basketball. Oh uh, that is such yeah. a good, oh my God, I love that movie. Love that movie. Based on the story of Milan High School in Indiana. And Indiana to this day, if I am not mistaken, Richard, still plays a single class high school basketball tournament. In other words, there oh, is no yeah. 1A through 6A. It's the biggest high school in the state can play the little tiniest town. And that, you know, that's based on a true story. What do you love about that movie, Richard? I think the nostalgia about in the 1950s and the, uh, you know, the small town and uh, they take on the big uh, high school in Indianapolis. And, you know, they go up to that, uh, they go up to that arena in Indianapolis and they're awed by it. Like they've never seen it before. And he tells them, Hey, it's the same. They have the same measurements as we do it in our, a gymnasium at Hickory, so don't get don't get yep. carried away here. And yeah. he literally he he for those who have not seen the movie, and this won't give away anything. But it, first of all, if you haven't seen this movie, you should see this movie. This is a great movie. Period. You don't have to be a sports fan, even though it's a sports theme. But what he literally does is he pulls out a ladder and a tape measure, and he measures the height of the rim from the floor. It's the same height as the one back in our gym in Hickory. Of course, they're in the massive. That was actually shot in the uh, field house at Butler University, which is where they played the Indiana State High School championships for years and years. Uh, and uh, it, it was it was good, yeah. And Gene Hackman was a he was determined to make a point and show people, hey, I can win with the team the way I I want to coach it, and I'm the coach. And if you don't like it, you're out of here. You know. Absolutely phenomenal. Hey, you have any baseball ones you like? Because it seems like in, in this country, uh, the baseball movies. Robert Redford. I always liked Robert Redford and the Natural. I always thought that was that was kind of neat. That with the nostalgia and the old stadiums and everything. Uh huh. Yeah, though that was you a know, really he good was one. A, you know he was an older older person that came up to the, like the major leagues and they didn't have any faith in him. Then he started showing them that he could hit the ball and and there was this great like. There was this sort of mystery to his background that something very dark had happened. Yeah, and they yeah, they kept yeah. you guessing about that through the whole thing. Did you know that that is a that, that is actually based on a novel? No, I didn't know that. No, yeah. Okay, I got I I'm not going to I'm going to try not to give anything away, but I will but I will tell you this because I when I was in college, 
I, I walked into some American Lit class. I can't even remember what the course was. And on that reading list for that course was The Natural. And read that, wow. but I had seen that movie and loved the movie. So I'm like, this is great. And I sit down and I start page, tearing through it and read it all the way through. And I get to the end. And all I'm going to tell you, Richard, is the end of the book is completely different from the end of the movie. I will leave it wow. at that. Guess all you like, but go on Amazon, buy the $5 paperback of that book and, and give it a read. It's worth your time. I think I will. Hey, remember when Wilford Brimley says, have you ever played organized ball in your life? And he goes, I, I did in high school. He goes, pardon me? Yep. High school? He goes, well, I was out of the game for a few years. Yep. You know? Yeah. It's, I, I, thought the, I, thought, I thought one of the neatest scenes was when he first went to, they had batting practice. And he said, Hobbs, get in there. Let's see what you can do. And he was hitting the ball out of the ballpark with every swing. <laughs> and he called me. him over there about, let me look at that bat. You know, where'd you get this? You mean like he doctored the bat or something? Right. I made this bat myself, yeah. Yep, Wonder Boy. <laughs> Wonder Boy, yeah. the classic bat. Richard, thank you for joining us. A great movie. The Two really good ones. Richard hit on the on two there that uh, if we get that 10 inches of snow we were talking about in the last segment, I'm going to drag my kids into the TV room and we're going to watch both of them. Uh, the Hoosiers and The Natural, both absolute classic films uh, when it comes to sports uh, just and those are like you know the they've got all the elements you know you've got you've got everything to keep somebody interested who maybe is not a sports fan I mean there's some sports movies that you know you've got to be a, you've got to be a sports fan if you're gonna really you know sink your teeth into them but then there are other ones that you you can just you know, you can just kind of wing it. You can go. You can go into it. You don't have to love the game, but there's enough of a storyline. And and just just like there are movies that, you know, all the time. I think the best movies, and I love movies. This is off topic, but the I think the best movies in general are the ones where maybe the the surrounding the, or the the stage of it, if you will, uh, is a topic that you're just not interested in, just not your thing, couldn't care less. But whatever they did with the storytelling in the movie made you interested in that. Um, the Devil Wears Prada, perfect example. I, I am I am not your fashion guy. My wife and daughter are sitting at home with us uh, listening to uh, News Radio 1120 KMOX on the Alexa right now, and they're laughing hysterically when any mention of me and fashion in the same sentence occurs. <laughs> just not my thing. Interesting. I mean, it's, you know, it's just, it's, it's, they love the, you know, they love that the way I love sports. Like my daughter, my 13 year old daughter, uh, I saw her last night, like literally just walking around the house, clutching her Vogue magazine. Like it was her, you know, security blanket. Um, that movie is fabulous because it's a great story. It's well acted. It's well laid out. You've got a great bad guy. You've got a compelling, likable good guy. Gals in both cases as opposed to guys with my nod to Ted Drew. Uh, and, and it's just it's, it's a really good movie. And one of those ones that come up on TNT, how many of those movies are out there that, that come up on TNT and every time they come on, it seems like you're flipping through and you end up watching, you know, 
weird science for the 24th time in your life or <laughs> some such thing. The Breakfast Club. How many times have you caught The Breakfast Club in reruns on cable? That's a great thing. It's a great thing to be able to catch all those. It's just the different ones that – and some of them just have the memories. You know, the, okay. the Breakfast Club is another high school one for me. Okay, this is me killing time because Matt Pajeski is answering the phones. I think we've got another caller. Oh, we don't. She did, her name was Sheila. She did not want to go on the air, but she said uh, one of her favorite movies or sports mm-hmm. movies was Friday Night Lights. Ooh, that is a good one. Sheila, why didn't you talk to me about this? Come on now. Call back. Get on the phone. Let's go. Friday Night Lights is awesome. And not only a good uh, not only a good movie, but also a good book and also a good series. Uh, they did they did like seven seasons on NBC uh, taking the spirit of that book or of that movie rather. There she is. Is this Sheila? Come on, Sheila. We got Matt, put Sheila on the air. <laughs> okay, Sheila's Sheila's gonna join us. We gotta talk about Friday. Sheila, you gotta love Billy Bob Thornton and Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I I don't like sports at all. And I just I just don't it's not my thing. I don't um, begrudge anybody else yeah. like it. And I don't like football at all. But I happened to watch that just been years ago, whenever that came out. Yeah. And I'll tell you the scene that stuck with me was I don't remember the name. It was a young black kid that he was with I don't know if it was a father or uncle in the car and he I don't know if he had been injured or whatever, but he knew he wasn't going to have a career in football and he just really broke down. And I think you mm. could relate that to anything in life that you had your heart set on it and it wasn't going to work out for him. And you could see that it just the hurt and all. And I, I just thought it was a great film. Is it Buzz Bissinger or something? Isn't that his yeah, name? I think yeah, that was it. I mean, it's been a that. long time since I've seen it. But you're Same you're hitting here. on exactly yeah. what I was saying. It's that it's the human experience yes, and that yes. they can take any kind of backdrop and make it interesting right. if the storytelling is, is good enough. And that that's just and a great was. example of that. And, and, you, yeah. and here we are. And the acting was superb. And you just, you got, I did anyway, I got sucked into it and could imagine, um, it, you could apply it to anything in life. And, and you could, and it was a whole human drama, the whole story, the whole thing was great. That's awesome. But anyway, that was when you were talking, I was just lying in here in bed <laughs> listening. And I was like, oh, that immediately I thought of that film. That's and awesome. how um, I loved that. So anyway, I just wanted to put my, Two cents in. Well, thank you. Hey, have you got an all-time favorite movie? Oh, I like the classics, the old stuff. Um, I'd go with, um, oh, God, I don't know. I don't even know where to start. The, um, it's hard. It's like picking between yes. your, your children. Well, we have thousands <laughs> of films that we've recorded over the years off of Turner Classic Movies. Uh-huh. Love that. And Robert Osborne. I miss him all the time. And, um, you know, another film, this is kind of a sad one, but Elephant Man, have you ever seen that? Years ago, like when I was a kid, it's been forever. It's hard to watch. Yeah. Because you don't want to revisit a lot. But, man, that was some powerful film. And Citizen Kane, I love things like that. Citizen Um, Kane, Casablanca. You can't miss with Casablanca. absolutely. All those. And you can find so many of these other things, gems that are uh, lesser known on YouTube. And I love to search for them and and come up with something. So, yeah. Where's all the time go? I wish I just had more time to sit and watch movies. I know. Isn't that the truth, too? And it, it does go by fast. Which go, which goes back to our last segment. Maybe we'll get snowed in. I'm crossing my fingers. Oh, I, well, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm way past being in school. I think I'm not work. I'm retired, but um, I don't want a, a foot of snow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, but anyway, I love your show. Thank you so much. Have All a great right. night. You too. Bye. Lots of great movies out there. This has just got me thinking. I'm now I'm ready for it's movie season. Also, you get you get all the. Uh, 
the the awards nominations coming out. And that's a, a fun thing my wife and I always do is we we make it our mission to see all the best picture nominees before the Oscars arrive. And you it's one that's a a, a project you can start now. Because a lot of the ones that are going to you, you start you grab the Golden Globe nominations that came out last week, you take your list and start trying to work your way through it in whatever way you can. A lot of them are streaming. Uh, sometimes you have to go to the theater. I've got, I will admit, I've got an, an advantage. I'm a member of the Producers Guild, and so I can get, I get some uh, DVDs in the mail that make it a little bit easier to do. But uh, the way everything is streaming, uh, streaming now, it's become uh, really doable uh, before you get to the, and, they, and the, the movie people know that. That's why they make them available on stream before the awards because they, they want to create buzz. So a lot of ways to, to get at all those great movies out there. Uh, all over the place on movies. What a fun segment that was. And suddenly the segment just ran away from me. It's 931. I'm George Sells, KMOX, with you for the next half hour. Give us a call, 314-436-7900. The great question of your favorite sports movie or favorite movie if you want to go down that road. And something I was going to bring up, and it's another great, like, online Twitter buzz chat question Who's the your favorite band you ever saw live? That's all always a fun one to talk about. A lot of good shows out there. Back at you. Just about three minutes. All the news and all that matters to you. The voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Nine thirty-five on KMOX. I'm George Sells. For my money, right there, the greatest live band in the history of live bands. You two, I've seen them a zillion times, about ten to be exact, and I'll fight you over it. But that's what's so much fun about these conversations. So many different kinds of music. So many great, great performers out there, and just a a part of of growing up and becoming an adult and being an adult uh the bands that you just love and the bands that you go and you see them in person and you walk out changed uh so that was you too for me John's with us on KMOX. John who 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 did that to you who who get left you with that feeling that you never quite shook well we're going to have to fight because <laughs> because I've seen YouTube twice, and they're 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 really good. But I've seen Carlos Santana six times. Okay, and he puts on the best concert I've ever seen in my life. I've seen them all. Sticks, Genesis. I'm old. Okay, sixty four. You know, not that old. (laughs) Yeah. Well. You know, I mean, it just—it's just. Hey, yeah, man, I'm, I'm on the wrong side of fifty. I'm stepping to your defense here, pal. <laughs> no. Hey, can I can I tell a quick story yeah. about uh, Carl Santana? Please. Uh, so we were uh, we had four tickets at the at the Fox, and uh, we had we had the fifteenth row center, and nice. uh, we were looking, it, it was great. Yeah. So we get there. And our four tickets, we had the aisle seat, and so we had four tickets, and they had their lighting equipment set up there. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? 
And, they, and they, you know, the guy came up to us and says, hey, well, we've been waiting for you guys. Yeah, we got you guys set down. We got you guys set up down here at the third row. Nice. Third row, Carlos Santana at the Fox. I was going to say at a, yeah. at a small theater, too. And I, I think that that's got that always will, will make something stick, I think, even that much more. Because we've all been to the big show at the stadium or the arena, uh, you know, something like that. But yeah, we were, you were talking about seeing Santana. The first time I saw you two was at the Fox Theater in Detroit. Uh, my seats were not nearly as good as yours, but it was still seeing a band with that kind of presence in a, in a small venue. Uh, that... no, those, those are the best. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You I... know, like the Oak Kill Auditorium, man. It was just, it, it, that's another one. You know, it's just, you know, it, it seats 15,000 people, you know, and, you know, and it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, the, the, there's some good ones. I, I, another really cool experience that my wife and I had uh, when we were living in Louisville, Kentucky years ago, and uh, the place called the Louisville Gardens, which is basically the old armory. It's exactly like the armory here that they're renovating right now uh, off of Highway 40. And the But they hadn't renovated. It was just it, they they had it set up for, like, roller derby and, and ABA basketball from years and years gone by. And... Uh, there was because he because he was doing a tour to try to experiment with how to keep scalpers off of uh, buying all the tickets. Prince did a show there, and we went Ooh. and got to see Prince in a venue that holds about three thousand people. And wow, is all I can say. Yeah, I, you know, I regret not ever seeing Prince. Yeah, yeah, that was what, that, that was one I'm worth seeing. That was definitely one. Yeah. There, there are a lot of those. I, my wife saw Michael Jackson. I never got to see Michael Jackson, and that that's definitely re- a regret for me. Mm-hmm. Who else did you love besides Santana? Because I mean, I've got I've got some other favorites. Like I would put Foo Fighters on the great live bands seen, list. Have you ever been to Carlos? I've not seen Carlos. No, I, I want to do um, that. He's on my put list. On, put it on your bucket list. You got to absolutely. I mean, he just he can make that guitar talk. He just he's he's one of the best. That's fantastic. Well, John, thanks for calling KMOX. Yeah. So Carlos Santana is is our first vote of the of the segment. Uh, well, second vote if you count my, mine for you too. But uh, there's so many good acts out there. It's just that you you can't miss. Uh, with some of these performers. Uh, 314-436-7900 is the number if you've got one you want to chime in with. And uh, you, it's interesting now because the music industry is changing so much. And, you know, the online, the Spotify's of the world, uh, they don't pay that much. And so, so many of the the big acts... Uh, are having to go out on the road basically to to just make a living anymore, and not just the. And so you get a lot of the super groups that maybe, you know, would have hung it up a few years back. They they look to the Rolling Stones and they think Mick Jagger's two hundred and thirty six and he can still do it, so why can't I? Uh, and next thing you've got uh, you know Foreigner playing at uh, the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater this coming summer. Uh, but there are some, there are so many really good acts out there both the, the ones that you know that you grew up with maybe uh if you're you know I'm I'm 52 
Uh, last call of theirs, he's about 60 or 62, I think he said. Uh, so, you know, we have those, those bands from, from those days. Uh, and some of the, some of the groups also that are, uh, that are, you know, more current, so to speak. Uh, I'll be interested to see, uh, if the Foo Fighters go on tour again anytime soon after, after losing their drummer so tragically. Uh, but that's one of the great shows you'll ever see. Uh, and, wouldn't wouldn't miss the opportunity to see them again. Uh, another really good one, one that I've never seen before that I really like is the Killers. I don't know if you've met Pajeski, are You a Killers fan? I really like the Killers, but I'm not a, not a diehard fan. But I okay. like. Them. Yeah. Uh, they're playing at the Chaffetz Arena in March. Yeah, and uh, I I bought tickets to see the Killers play at Chaffetz Arena when they went on sale in 2019. For this show next year. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was like it was supposed to. They put the tickets on sale a year in advance, and then the pandemic hit, so they uh, had to pay, so they they had to postpone the show, and they postponed it another year, and it was supposed to be this past September, I think it was. There may have been another postpone in there. And anyway, yeah. So it's like I bought these tickets a zillion years ago, and no idea why they rescheduled it this last time, but. I was like, I was all getting excited about, you know, getting ready to go see him. You know, I was, it was a couple of months away, and I get a thing from Ticketmaster, and they've been rescheduled to March. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You're killing me, killers. Ah. You're killing me. Okay, that was bad part of the night. I apologize in advance. Uh, or not really in advance. But, yeah, so that's uh, – but that, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing that show. That That is a band that I have liked – really from the first time I heard their first single. And uh, in, my, in my own personal history, that was one of the first songs I ever downloaded was Mr. Brightside by The Killers when, uh, you know, I was in my 30s and everybody was figuring out this whole Napster thing and <laughs> download, downloaded that and I was like, oh, wow, this is fun and easy. And I didn't realize it was going to put all my favorite record stores out of business, but <laughs> that's how that all played out. Technology's been really interesting on how on what it's done with and to the music industry. I and I my my fear is, my concern is, and not to sound like get off my lawn guy, but uh I I hope that the young quote unquote up and coming acts are not going to get forced out before they can make it because they can't make it as quickly. In other words, you know, th there was a time when you had one really good song and that really good song would immediately sell you a million records. And when you sold those million records, you were set. You were, you were now officially rich and you could then have that pad to sit on to, to go on, to go forward and keep making music. Well, now you can come up with the hot song, but you get paid like 0.25% of a penny for every play on Spotify. And you don't make, you don't make near the money yet. If you're the brand new act, you know, you can't, you can't go out and book yourself into the enterprise center and charge 120 bucks a ticket. So you, so it, it just, it takes longer to get to that 
that space, it sounds like, where you're really making a living. If, if I'm missing something, if you know something about the music business in today's day and age and I've, and I've got it wrong, uh, chime in at 314-436-7900 because I would, love the, I would love the lesson in the industry. But it just I don't, know, I don't grasp where the kind of band that you're going to go see play in a bar for 10 bucks can make enough money in the short term to keep doing that when the responsibilities of life start coming at them. These bands we're talking about, you know, you two hit it big with one single and the guy from Island Records comes swooping in and signs them to a record deal, hooks them up with, hooks them up with some, some money. And they all of a sudden were immediately in this position of being an established act that could then afford to go on the world tour, record the next album, make some money off of that, continue, and feel like they were getting to a place where it was a career. Yeah, how long can you go playing the show in the bar before either financial conditions or life conditions, like mom saying, honey, when are you going to get a real job? You know, when, when, when that eventually has to come along. So how long can you go? Any musicians out there with the answer to that question, I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up on Twitter at George Sells or, or give us a call here. You got me till the bottom of the hour or till the top of the hour. Right now it is 947. We're going to go to break. And if you have, if you want to chime in on that, if there's a musician out there who can, ah, little Santana. There's to you, John. Uh, yeah, if you've got that, if, if you, if you're a musician trying to make a living at it, is it harder now than it was back then? Let me know. Give us a call. George Sells with you. It's 947. KMOX. Pat Benatar. That was another good one. She, she was on CBS Sunday Morning recently, like last six months. That's worth looking up. If you were, if you were a Pat Benatar fan back in the day, uh, look that one up online. Uh, they did an interview with her, just kind of a, you know, what's she doing now sort of thing. Uh, still a badass. Can I say that on AM radio? Uh, oh, good. It's after, it's after nine. We can say that. And... Really cool, still married to her lead guitarist, who she got married to right as she was just a, a, sort of achieving her initial notoriety. And they've now been married for 50 years or 45 years or something crazy. Cool story. Uh, definitely one of those one of those CBS Sunday morning biography pieces that are that are always fun to watch and that will always suck you in and keep you there for. Keep you at Jane Pauley's mercy for an hour and a half of your morning every Sunday. Can't beat that stuff. So as we come down the stretch, 314-436-7900 is the number last chance to get in that favorite band that you've seen live. But also was wondering if there are any musicians out there who can talk about trying to make a living in the business of music. Because uh, that to me is a is a very fascinating thing. And I've got two kids who play music and love music. Now they're not they're not in like 
rock bands, you know, they're not, they're not playing the high school gym, at least not yet. That could, that could be coming. Uh, but they, uh, but both are, are musicians and love it. And I want them to make a living someday at something they love. You know, that that's every parent's goal. Right. And, and I, I would love them to be able to make a living playing music in some form or fashion. But the question is, can you do that in this day and age? It's, it's certainly hard. I mean, you can obviously flip on the radio and you'll hear bands playing, but it's not as easy as it once was to, to get that big deal. That's always the, always the, the question out there. Christine's on the phone. Christine, welcome to KMOX. Hey, Christine, turn down your radio. You got that delay. Okay, it's down. There we go. I'm with you. Okay, what, what? Oh, you two at the stadium. Oh my, how was that? Oh, are you at Bush or at uh, the old, uh, the old Bush or the new Bush? The one. Uh... I believe they were at the old Bush. Okay, what'd you think of that one? It, it was the best one. Best one? Have it. It yet? was the best one. I saw the lemon tour and. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. The, a lot of lot of good ones. A lot of good ones. What do, what do you love about a live show? What what makes you walk away feeling like I'm happy? That show there. Gotcha. They get everybody singing. Everybody knows the words to the songs. That's an awesome concert. It's that sense of community, no doubt about it. Christine, thanks for calling. That sense of community always is something that I think everybody loves when they, when they walk away from, from a, from a live show. And I, I may have cut Christine off. And if I did, I apologize, Christine. I'm sorry. I would normally say call back, but we've got about a minute and a half left. So I'm not, we're not gonna be able to do that. But, uh, but she, she makes a great point though. Everybody, everybody's saying everybody, you, you feel like you're in a small, a small town and the mayor is your favorite, your favorite rock band. We got another caller coming in. What's this going to be? Matt, just pop them on. Time's do- <laughs> clock's ticking on us here. Matt's going to Matt's James. What you got? Real quick. Hey, yeah, I used to be a driver. Yeah, and I drove uh, Santana and Bruce Springsteen when they came in concert, and they were just good people. No, okay, that was what is that like? Now, who who was the one that was that blew you away the most of those? Really, uh, they all were great, but the one that really hits my heart is I drove Fleetwood Mac, and I was assigned uh, Christine McVie. Oh, who just passed yeah. away last week. Yeah, yes. And she was singing in the back of the car, and, and I asked her, I said, Miss McVie, you wouldn't break my heart if you <laughs> sung Oh Daddy. And she sung it for me. No kidding. No kidding. Your yeah. own personal version of Oh Daddy from Christine McVie. That's got to be something, you, something you're going to cherish forever. I'll never forget that ever. Ever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But you know what? It was a good experience, and they're all nice. And I saw all the concerts backstage. But anyway, <laughs> wow, you've got some stories to tell. Uh, we're, next time I'm on the air, I'm going to come looking for you. Keep keep an ear out for us. I want to hear some of those stories. We're out of time right now. James, thank you for calling. Really do appreciate yeah, it. All right, you take care. Right. You too. Can't think of a better way to end this show than that. What about that? You're driving a car. You've got Christine McVie in the back seat singing, and taking requests. I can't think of a better way <laughs> to end the show tonight. That's a that's a dream scenario if I ever heard one. Got to say that. So wrapping up for the evening, here we are at 956. 
and what did we learn tonight? We learned a number of things. We learned that James has the single best rock star story in St. Louis. We learned that as much as we're hoping we're going to get a foot of snow on Christmas, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, we've learned that we got a new police chief coming to town who has a lot of challenges, but he's also got a great town in which to take them on. And with that, I leave you. George Sells, KMOX, at your service on a Wednesday night. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.